Hello and welcome to the Katie Halper Show. Please rate and review the show on iTunes. Please become Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash the Katie Halper Show. You can literally pay $1 a month to help make this show happen. And if you want access to additional and extended interviews, you can pay $5 a month. But really, $1 a month, that's $12 a year. On today's show, my co-host is Jack Allison, and he is the co-host of the Struggle Session podcast, as well as the host of the Jack AM Twitch show. Jack and I are joined by LA Charger and activist Justin Jackson, and Black Agenda Report columnist and editor Margaret Kimberly. The Patreon-only episode for this week is a discussion with Justin about his personal experience with Force the Vote and some online beefing he got into, very respectfully, with some journalists and politicians on Twitter. Also coming out on Patreon is a discussion with Brianna Joy Gray and artist Maria about Bernie's mittens, what book he would have sworn in on if he had been elected president, and I showcase some accents that I can do, or maybe can't do. And you can find all of this on patreon.com slash the Katie Halper Show. Again, that's patreon.com slash the Katie Halper Show. Also, Tuesday night, we're doing an emergency broadcast Tuesday night at 8 p.m. EST, and that will be on youtube.com slash the Katie Halper Show. Again, that's youtube.com slash the Katie Halper Show. Writer and writing instructor Kate Levin will be joining me, and we are going to be breaking down an incredibly important piece by Ingrid Sayer Oki. And it's called Bernie's Mittens, a lesson for San Francisco high school students in subtle white privilege. And that was published at the San Francisco Chronicle. So Kate Levin and I will be going over this op-ed. And that will be on YouTube.com slash The Katie Halper Show. Again, that's YouTube.com slash The Katie Halper Show. Tuesday night at 8 p.m. EST. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Katie Halper Show. How's everyone doing? Uh, I'm Katie Halper, and I'm here with uh jack allison hello jack hello what's going on uh good to see you katie how are you i'm good thanks you i'm just fine you know uh uh you know i i'm fine i'm fine fine okay well there is a uh really great show happening tonight right here and we're going to be talking to margaret kimberly from the black agenda report she's also the author of a very good book called great Preju- book Prejudential. Yeah, you guys had Margaret on uh, mm-hmm. Struggle Session. At, at yeah. your recommendation, but yeah. the book is really excellent. It's really I, good, I, right? I honestly, we'll talk about it with her, but right, like, yeah, yeah. I think it's a great recommendation as like a kind of mini people's history of the United States. Yeah. Like, because that book is kind of like a little bit like daunting. It's so big and right. so much history in there. I love uh, 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 Prejudent, Prejudential. Yeah, Prejudential or Prejudential is a great, yeah. a great sort of Black just America quick... and the Presidents. Just a quick history of how America, how every president has has been is anti-racist. Every yeah. president is an anti-racist. Is a Robin well, is a racist. <laughs> oh, right, right. Sorry, I got it back. Not an anti-racist. Yeah. No. I know. I know. Well, I'm we're not. We're not. That's it's only. Joke. It's only now in 2021 that racism is over. Oh yeah. Well, yes, exactly. And it happened in uh, when was he sworn in? Uh, thir- eleven days ago. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, the racism's over. What a what a great eleven over. days, by what the way. What a great eleven days. We're we're, we're going to get to that, but let me just days. tell people the second amazing guest, okay? And that is Justin Jackson, the L.A. Charger, and also activist, and he's very, um, very good on uh, and very passionate about force the vote, mm-hmm. and we'll get into that. And if you have a couple of shekels, rubles, um, 
rupees, then you can become Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash the Katie Halper show. So, uh, again, great show. Uh, Margaret Kimberly, uh, Justin Jackson, they're going to be joining us uh, in the second, third, first, third. I don't even know what it is. The something segment of the show. But Jack and I are first. We're going to. Um, oh, we got to bullshit first. Well, we got a kibitz. Yeah, we definitely got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Dems have a great announcement that they're making. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to just say it. I actually want to show it to you guys. There we are. All right, there we go. Okay, can you look at that? You look at that beauty. This is messaging. This is some yeah. beautiful messaging. Let's okay. zoom it in. So let's nice zoom it close. in, yeah. So let's see what they wrote. Can you uh, scroll says, up a bit? Yeah. We'll build on the $600 down payment provided by Congress last year. And we got to be on, well, well, we'll get into it. Uh, sending an additional $1,400 to households cr- across America, totaling direct payments to $2,000 per person. Yeah, and here, and then, the, here it is. Yeah, let's zoom in, in on big, that because you can text. see. Yeah, American Rescue Plan will provide fourteen hundred dollars per person relief checks. And then what? It, can you uh, zoom in so we can see what it says? I, I, I can stars? read it, but I don't know if I oh, can. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, just read it, yeah. There we go. I think I can get it actually. Oh, I Deliver see Deliver immediate direct relief to Americans. Expand uh, expand eligibility to adult dependents. And expand and improve delivery of economic impact payments. Wow! Everyone hear how Jack just said "expand"? That was his expand. dad's Canadian accent coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, we're expand. this is amazing mes- messaging, right? I mean, mm-hmm. what what well, does this tell us? Here's yeah. the thing, Katie. What I what I think is so incredible, or what's interesting about this messaging is, you know, if I was someone that worked for the Democrats, you know, it, it's basically it's got to be five D chess in some way. You know yeah. what I mean? This has got to be fourteen dimensional chess because. The, the immediate thing that you'd think if you were putting together messaging for like a political group or something like that is that the number you'd want to put in big, uh, bold letters would be $2,000. Even if yes, the plan is to right. only send out $1,400, it feels like even if you're trying to pull that bullshit, you should write $2,000 in the image and then say in the text, like it's 2,000 minus 600 or whatever. Right. The thing is, what's actually so brilliant about this, Katie, this is this is a brilliant step toward actually only giving us $800 because okay, they don't want to give us $1,400. You know what I mean? If they wrote $2,000, you know, and they've been talking about $2,000, that would be the point. That'd be the start of the negotiation to get us to a $1,400. Making such a big stink about $1,400 is a great way to get everybody ready for them to only give us $1,000 when the Demo- right. when the Republicans demand that. That's literally what I actually think it is now. Like Them raising such a stink about it and actually shifting the goalpost to $1,400 is so that we can be okay with it when they move it down to only $1,000 right. or $800. Again, it's like, I don't know. Do they really think that, like... I guess they really know that the that the left, and we're going to talk about this a lot with our guests later on. But the left just won't go anywhere. Uh, you know, right? So they don't <laughs> fear any defection you know, or losing people. I I think the left in this country um, is weak. I don't know what to say. Hot like, you tape. know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, the the left is very very weak in this country, um, and you know, I don't, I just don't, you know, I they. I don't think they give a shit about us is really no, what I think. No, of course they you know don't. What I, mean? yeah. I don't even think that they care at all about the left, even as like a voting block. You know right. what I mean? Like this, if any, this, this is as much like putting the boot to the mouth of the left as it is like setting themselves up to negotiate for to, down to 800. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I, and, and also, I'm also going to say like, 
they're going to fucking lose. Like they're going to lose the midterms. Like they're going to lose the midterms and, and they deserve to lose and they want to lose. You know what I mean? Like they don't want to govern. Like this is a very tricky position for them to be in actually controlling, you know, all three branches of government or whatever. That's a tricky position to not do anything in. I right. Think they because be they can't, they can no longer move. blame it on the, on Republicans, which is what they yeah. love doing. Because I swear to God, they're going to run in 2022 when COVID is still not gone, by the way, because it's not going to be gone. Cause they're just, ugh, don't even, Katie, they're going to give everybody the two thirds vaccine and then be like, get back to work. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, it. I, I, yeah. That is I'm gonna so say disgusting. Something, I'm going to yeah. say something that will get clipped by the people who like to pull clips of the dumb, dumb high, left. High queen. Stuff like that. Uh, what are they named? Yeah. Queen in yellow or whoever the hell. And that other There's Dimitri guy. Dimitri. Dimitri. Matt Dimitri. Worst, this yeah. one's for you, buddy. This one's yeah. for Matt Dimitri. I miss Trump. And I'll that, tell you why. It. I'll tell you why. At least when Trump was president. Everybody fucking hated the president for doing a yeah. bad job. Yeah, and we all Everybody knew. hated yeah. the president for doing a bad job. And now we've got the exact same COVID plan, which is go back to work, go back to school, and nobody wow. gives a shit about it. We're getting articles that are like, Biden has done more in his first 10 days than Trump did in his first four years. I don't miss the policies of Trump, but they're the same as the fucking policies today. None of the kids have been, no, no one's getting reunited. There's no plan to reunite any of the kids. We're not getting any wow, fucking yeah. money. I miss when the media hated the president. That is well said. And someone out there, someone, I want this clip now. Clip it out. Redirect people Dim here. That one's for Matt Dimitri. No, please, but we need please. to co-op. I want to co-op Jack. I want to reclaim Jack. I want to reclaim this argument because honestly, it's really true. And whatever your thoughts on Trump versus Biden are, it is 100% true that people are not vigilant. They're not. And the left is mm -hmm. powerless. And so I don't know what we're going to do, except maybe we'll lose. Maybe we got it. I kind of think we have to do third party next time. I do. I'm sorry. I just I, think I that we're going to have to. Katie, I'm never, ever going to vote for a Democrat again in my life. Yeah. That's really how I'm feeling these days. And I got shamed a lot about it last time. I think that I don't I don't have to. I live in California. Maybe right. I'll vote for a Democrat if there's someone local that I really like or something like that. Sure. But I'm never going to vote for a Democrat again in my entire life. And, I, and anyone who fucking respects themselves shouldn't either. Because this kind of rope-a-dope, like playing with people's lives, like I in know. a situation like this, giving $1,400 when Trump gave $1,800, Trump gave $1,800, and we're going to fucking get negotiated down to 1000 Yeah. And the, I, 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 and, the, well, and the sending back to work. I mean, I guess there's is there there's talk of like a defense act, right? Where so they they're, will... they're gonna they're gonna do the yeah. defense act or whatever to get the masks made, and I think that that is ultimately a good thing. But they're also really moving very fast on getting kids back to school, and a lot of this is based on a CDC study that they keep citing. They keep citing the CDC study that says it may be safe for kids to go back to school. Um, but uh, uh, that CDC study, when you actually look at it, says it may be safe to go for kids to go back to school with social distancing if all the businesses are shut down. If yeah. we're shutting down spread in every other way, never going to happen. Never right. going to happen. Not only never going to happen, but it's being encouraged by Democrats. Where ne Democrats are reopening. I live in fucking California. I live in like the liberal oh, yeah, utopia of the world. And I am walking down the street today and, and the restaurants are packed. It's packed out there. Every single restaurant Disgusting. is out on the streets, you know, uh, uh, just like 
full of people. The streets in Beverly Hills are just full of restaurants. But that's it's not only the rich people. If you go over to Los Feliz, it's like every fucking people want. Here's the thing. And it's hard for me to even blame the people, the individuals. Yeah, on no, you know what yeah, I mean? I, I think it is irresponsible to go out to a restaurant, but I'm not even mad at those people. I'm mad at the government for like leaving us for a fucking year without any assistance and right. closing all the restaurants and saying like, uh, you're actually not even allowed to go to parks. Like, I actually think that's insane. Like he shut down the parks and then reopened the restaurants. Who's he? Gavin Newsom? Newsom and fucking Garcetti. You know what I mean? Like, and why when everything did they was do shut that? down, why did they? Why, why they shut down the parks and why? then they drove everybody insane? I I don't know. I I, I have no idea. I, I maybe just because they were like, well, we don't want people to do anything if the businesses aren't open. That's another problem here in California. Is Gavin Newsom does all these conversations behind closed doors? Like he just comes out and tells us we're reopening, and you know, it's like I hate Governor Cuomo. And I think he's evil and obviously like, you know, underreported nursing home deaths and everything yeah. like that. And I think his his big and press conference first. Remember? Is, yeah. And he gave them uh, immunity from litigation before letting them kill everybody's grandparents yeah, and then underreporting right. those. Yeah. Uh, he definitely has blood. on. I mean, not just so yeah. we know he directly 100 percent got grandma blood, blood all hands. over his grandma hands. and grandpa blood uh, all over his hands. Yeah, he's got grandma blood all over his hands. But what Newsom? But but at least Cuomo goes on TV and makes us all aware of what his dumb idiot guy reasoning is. You know what I mean? Like well, at least he goes on extent. TV. Well, he, yeah, at least he he, makes he it. hides it. But right. he then when he gets what he does do is he he nobody ever benefited more from Trump than the Democrats because mm -hmm. all Cuomo had to do was speak in rational, logical sentences. They didn't even have to be honest. He just had to not suggest injecting bleach. <laughs> and exactly. because of that, he was a man of reason well, and um and you know, he was uh rational, logical, he had things under control, and people felt very um see, I almost think though it's dangerous in the similar way that um Biden is dangerous and that everyone is kind of duped and they think he's a good guy. Right. No, 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 I agree. Listen, all I was trying to say is this like yeah. I think Cuomo's... You are a Cuomo apologist. <laughs> Cuomo apologist. Yeah. I think Cuomo's press conferences are an absolute joke. It's ridiculous that he won the Emmys for it. The only comparison oh, yeah, I'm trying to make is them. the only comparison I'm trying to make is Gavin Newsom just makes decisions and comes out and is like, here's the decision. Right. And he doesn't tell anybody he's just running the state like a CEO, like a technocrat CEO. We don't get to know why he's reopening. It just happens all of a sudden that the state is reopening and everybody has to scramble and nobody even knows the reason why. Yeah. Uh, Matt P. asks, is this an argument on who's the worst liberal governor? It could be. So who do we got? We have Gavin Newsom. <laughs> we should have people vote. We got I mean, Gavin Newsom, Newsom. Newsom and, like, Newsom and, and, and Cuomo oh. are like the top tier. Those yeah, are your are. like top tier, like liberal. They Liberals love them. Yeah. They're thought of as doing so great. They're good thing. on social issues. I mean, you can't be good on social issues when you're uh, when you're enforcing austerity, which is 100. What? Wait, did I not say? Wait, Maria just said it's Gavin. Are you I think saying she's saying that's worse? the worst. I think oh, got it. I thought I mispronounced worst. it. No, yeah. I think I think uh, it, she I might be it's saying Gavin. it's the worst one. Now, I'm a New Yorker, and Maria, everyone say hi to Maria and Brad behind the scenes right now. Uh, I mean, you guys overtly can say hi to them, but they're behind the scenes. I'm from New York. Maria's from um, California, so she well, may see, be engaging in is, some state national statism. See, all of us are. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm doing, too. I'm like, right. Gavin's the worst, you right. know. I mean, they're both equally very, very bad. The other thing I'd say is this: no, you I'm going to saying... do a, I'm going to do a, a Twitter vote right now, and we'll read the results. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's who do it. Who is the worst governor? Who is the worst liberal governor? Yeah. Who is the worst? Tough. Who is the worser? How the hell do I worse. say this? I think worse. Who is the worst? Yeah, worse is the right way to say it. 
Well, unless you're trying to say who is the worst, duh. Like, are right. you trying to ask? Are you trying to ask which one is worse no, of the, the worst? two? Yeah, the two. Yeah. yeah. So then it's just the E. Yeah. Okay. Great. Alrighty. I tweeted it out. We're good. This is not going to be our la our. You know how last week we did a great. Oh, Jack, we did well. Did you see this? Oh no, we did I didn't. Pretty see well. It. Yeah. When we tweeted out, um, we tweeted, uh, we blamed uh, Glenn Greenwald for. Right. What's her name? Lauren Wolf's firing. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. and that was good. We did a live tweet, so I think we should do a live tweet. Actually, sure. what I would like us to do tonight is uh, do a live tweet where we tweet as if we are the Dems. Like I want us to do gifs and and images of the Dems announcing other things, like the fourteen hundred. Mm, like okay. do you, think, you know, so it's like you know, had the other day we See, did. I think yeah. yeah. Oh, go no, ahead. Sorry. Don't. Well, no, the other day we showed Jen Psaki. Um, uh, saying that he is a devout Catholic, and so I want—I was thinking how we could make like a cutesy um, image of that, like a cutesy, like that's a pretty gif. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want so my so good friend of the show, Josh um, Bregman, uh, pointed out that like the Dems right now, the president is the opposite of what it used to be because it used to be that Trump was insane on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And now it's actually just like policy announcements on Twitter. You know, honestly, what I what I think would be a good gimmick Twitter account, and I and I'm giving up Twitter this year, Katie. I'm You're done. Already, yeah. Well, I'm you say done. that a lot. You're like nope. in an abusive. Relationship I shan't. I shan't be. I shan't do it ever right. again. And I say before. it now. I say it now before everybody. I say it now before a, a thousand people. I won't be on that wretched website. I got to be honest with you. I think it died when Trump left and I would have left then, but I didn't want to like, but all the conservatives were leaving and I didn't want to do it then because <laughs> everyone would be like, Jack's a conservative right. too, or whatever. Um, but what I think would be a good gimmick account is if you did like, like if Biden tweeted like Trump, you know what I mean? Because I think that yes. would show everybody that it's the same. You know what I mean? If it was like $1,400, then back to work, you know, right. something like yeah. that. This is the greatest country on earth. Um, yeah, let's do that now. Let's do if Biden, if Biden <laughs> tweeted like Trump, that's good. That's a good gimmick account. You know what that's I mean? That's a good you gimmick could take, account. You could take all the policies, literally every tweet that Biden does, and then just write it in the Trump style or whatever. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Guys, we're going to, this is our, we need a graphic. And today's live tweet of the day is, <laughs> what we will do right now is we will do a, what is it? Um, if Biden tweeted like Trump. Yes, if it. Biden tweeted like Trump. Okay, so let me pull up Joe Biden's Twitter and have a look. Well, there's here. also POTUS. Oh yes, the at POTUS account. That's so we got to cover one. maybe both of those. So. I think POTUS is the is the one that's the best I think one. That's it. That is it, Chief. Awesome. Okay, so let's do this. So what are we doing? We're doing. Um, I'm trying to find a, a good tweet. Guys, for, give us for Biden. if Trump. But what's the hashtag? I'm not. You know, I'm re, I'm taking. What is it? I'm bringing. I'm bringing hashtags back. Oh back. yeah, we're bringing hashtags. I'm bringing hashtags back. Okay. That's fine. I could even make that a hashtag. Yeah. yeah. So if Biden tweeted like Trump, right? Is that a good oh, hashtag? How about this? All right. I mean, literally, I'm sending you a, a well, I can share. I'll just share the screen, actually. Um, one second here. Let me do that. I have it here. It says, the Probably sooner we get our kids and educators back in the classroom, the sooner parents can go back to work. But we need the funding to do it. My American second. Rescue Plan. Wait, let me get this. I want to, let me, uh, let me, I think you can, now you try to share the screen. Oh, okay, okay. So where is it again to do the screen share? Do I have to go to my? Uh, or if you just put it in. Oh, the... I, I, it's, okay. it's here at the bottom. I found Great. it. Sorry. 
One sec. 988, guys. We got to bring people are. into the. Okay. Um, the sooner we get our kids and educators back in the classroom, uh, the sooner parents can go back to work. Uh, but we need the funding to do it. Um, can you send American me the link? Was... Sorry. Can you yes, DM me or put it in the chat? I'm putting yeah. it in the private chat right okay. here. There we go. Right. My American Rescue Plan will deliver much needed support to our nation's schools to help them reopen uh, and operate safely. Okay. So let's do this as a Trump. Should I do a yeah. quote tweet of this or a screenshot? You know, I think a quote tweet of this All right. would All work. Right. So let me you know? let me keep... So All let's right, quote, quote tweet this. Tweet. All right. So, okay, so maybe if, if if Biden tweeted like Trump. If Biden tweeted like Trump. Or but I don't know if you want to do your hashtag. What do you think? Uh let's okay. Do so it. maybe just maybe okay. just maybe just if Biden tweeted like Trump and then the the you know colon perhaps or oh, yeah. Colon. The, yeah, what, an ellipsis yeah. is good too. Eh, colon's better. <laughs> All right. All um right. I think it's like you know, we need kid kids back in school so that so that parents can get all caps back to work. We but it has to be like beautiful, healthy. Our American kids oh, are yeah. the beautiful, right? We need our we need our we need our beautiful <laughs> we need American our beautiful kids. American kids back in school so that parents can get back to work. American kids are the most beautiful, healthy, healthy. What? What, specimens. He wouldn't say. Um, uh, are the most uh, beautiful, healthy. Um, what do say? Are the most beautiful? Okay, uh, America has the most beautiful and yes. healthy kids in the world. America okay. has the most beautiful and healthy kids in the world. Oh wait, he wouldn't do. Okay, America has the most. Is the great has the greatest? That has the greatest, most beautiful and healthy kids in the world. Keep right end right. Yeah, and healthy kids. I, I even like the ha the capital K for kids. Just as a weird. <laughs> in the world yeah get, like kids get how that... about kids yeah yeah all right get them uh, back then, to school like get them back to school so we can get parents back to work all capitals something about how they're miserable well you know what i mean like they're miserable <laughs> at home they're, they're miserable mis they're miserable at home yeah they're miserable at home it's a travesty would he say that it's it's it, it, uh it's 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 outrageous okay. yeah it's an okay. outrage Get them to school so that the parents can get back to work. So, parents America. Can, don't you think America? Yeah, America so American get, parents? Yeah. Can get back to work, all capitals. Who are the best and brightest or something? Who or are the I... best and brightest? Sure. Can get back to work. Does he say stuff like, God bless America? Well, I was going to even say toward the end, it's like, Congress must pass the American Rescue Plan. What are you doing? <laughs> Congress must pass the American Rescue Plan. What are you doing? Shame. What is American? Corrupt, right? Corrupt yeah. losers. Congre Corrupt Congress losers. must pass the American Rescue Plan. Plan. Oh, you're out of space. Yeah, we'll do Hold on. If Biden tweeted like Trump. All right. America has the greatest, most beautiful and health. Be maybe we don't need beautiful maybe just know, the greatest it's pretty good i think we need it they're miserable at home get them maybe and they're, some... and they're suffering at home or something uh i mean and we're they're not bored. gonna save us uh, uh and they're bored at home and they're bored and then Actually, get they, them yeah. to school so american parents who are the best and brightest can get back to work i think Congress you need to do back to work all capitals with yes. three exclamation points actually Congress must pass uh, the American Rescue Plan. Uh, what about cor corrupt losers? Corrupt, corrupt Congress. Losers? There we go. 
And fix rescue. It says rescue. Rescue. Where is that? Uh, yeah. Second to last word. Oh, thank you. You've transposed the C. Okay. God bless America. USA. Does he ever do USA? USA. Let's see. Maybe if just maybe any... just maybe just throw a USA. Okay. If anyone has any characters. Uh, yeah. There Let's you go. See. Perfect. Let's see if anyone has any really good. If anyone has really good suggestions, uh, let us know. Yeah, Garden Gnome is saying find an actual Trump tree and build it from there. But we don't have time. We'll go back Come on, to we gotta work. get Margaret we, on. We gotta get Margaret on, yeah. Um how many I don't know how many subscribers this channel has, but we gotta bump it up. Okay, so Maria is saying this is good and uh let's just do it. Let's just send it. I think we should do it. Remove do the open quote. Remove the open quote. It will bother me otherwise. Oh. You have an open uh, quote after the colon. We don't we don't we can't close it, so just remove it. Oh, got it. Yeah, I think. Or that's you can right. you can put a you can put a line break if you want. Oh, a space? No, just put a press return and do a line. That's break. what I meant. That's what we're talking about. Now that's, I think that's it. That's, no, that's we don't want people not. We don't want to divide, deprive them, right? Now that's a tweet. Now that's, now a, that's tweet. a tweet. Oh, right should there. I add one? Maria's saying use a colon. Should I add one? Please add to your. Please add your own. Or is that too? Please add your own. Yeah, sure. That's good. Add your own. What if Biden? Please, please add your own, and then maybe put the hashtag if Biden tweeted okay. like Trump. Yeah. And, you know, we're just going to hashtag it up. I don't care. Um, all right. That's it, right? And then, there you, you know go. what? Let's. Oh, and we will read them. Should I? Is that too self-promoing? We will no, read we them. Can, we'll read them on the show. Why not? See, you live in capitalist America. You got to do bullshit like that. You know? Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, okay. So now what do I do? That's it, right? Oh, I got a link to the show. That's yeah. it. And then we'll be done. And we'll bring in Margaret. We're going to bring in our first guest, and boy, are we excited. She's great. Her name is Margaret Kimberly. She is a senior columnist and editor at Black Agenda Report and also the author of Prejudential, uh, Black America and the Presidents. Hello, Margaret. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you? Good to see you. Good, good. Thank you for joining us. You are. Thank you, um, Thank you for having me back. You were one of the first people to help promote my book. There you last, go. About this time, and here it is. I just put it in front of my face. <laughs> wow, that's marketing. That, yeah, that's, really that's marketing. But yeah, you. I was trying to market a book during a pandemic. It was kind of. Uh, I have to do what I can. Um, yeah. Yes, presidential Black American, the presidents. It was published uh, uh, February fourth, so it's almost the first anniversary. Mom. And uh, we're still film. talking about presidents, aren't we? You know. Yeah. And racism is, I thought it was over, but well, apparently not. We, we have our first non racist president, right? I mean, like, this oh, would be the. This, <laughs> yeah. This would be well, a tough chapter, a tough chapter to write, you know, if you wanted well, to keep we writing were, it. You know, weren't we post racial after Obama? Yeah, and, that's right. right. So it's been, so there was eight years of post racialism, and then there was four years of abject, overt racism, and now we're right. post racial yeah. again. It's, Come on, no more. We yeah, keep we keep going back from from being done with racism to it comes back. You know, it's like Jaws, or it's like an end of yeah. like a, a slasher movie or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is, and and it's it's still there. But uh, it just yeah. goes to show you how stupid it was to talk about a post racial country. Yep. Uh, and, because of Obama. And Jan right. is saying Margaret still loved the propaganda panel you did with Blumenthal, Mate, and Lee Camp. Yeah, I was there. It was a great panel. Yes. Yeah. November 2019. Thank yep. you so much, Jan. It was uh, it was great. It was uh, we had a great evening. Big crowd of people. 
And um, it was uh, at a tr- the People's Church. Was that where it was? The People's it's Church. It's the or? Community no. Church. It's on East okay. Side, East Thirty, yeah. East Thirty, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And um, uh, uh, yeah, and I quote tweeted you, and you said something. You called Malcolm Nance like a bozo or something. I think. So I quote <laughs> I tweeted you. Bozo? I didn't come up with anything better than I that. It may, I think Bozo's it was probably bo- Bozo, Bozo was pretty, was pretty good. good. It's low key Bozo's good. Bozo's like a funny way to. He is such a charlatan. It's like I, I, I did all the made all the wrong decisions in life. I, if I just babbled nonsense about Russia, I could be making a fortune I now. I know. I know. I love when people say we're being paid, like you or like Glenn Greenwald, Matt Taibbi. Yeah. Yeah. I wish, but no, I can't, I don't hold a candle to Malcolm Nance. He should be kissing yeah. Russia's flag every morning. I know it's really <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. So you have some really amazing pieces uh, at Black Agenda Report. Um, and we can, of course, there's so much to talk about. We can talk about anything you want to talk about, but I, I, I was really, I, I loved your three of your pieces that I loved were, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, black demands for the Biden administration. You mm-hmm. also had, um, free, uh, pro Biden propaganda. Mm-hmm. And then you had a really interesting one, which was about censorship, uh, censorship in the Biden era. Mm-hmm. So, um, should we start with the propaganda one? I think that that's probably sure. it's, good um, I, it's, uh, it's so obvious, you know, with Trump gone, um, whoever came after Trump was going to get a lot of cheap praise anyhow, but it's really been over the top. I mean, the inauguration day, it's like, oh my God, oh, the first ladies wore purple. And then there was the young poet and Biden has, he's Catholic, he goes to church, he's got dogs, he loves his wife, he's, it's, it's just sickening to me. Uh, but the corporate media are his people, they're on his side. And uh, so we just get these, uh, these ridiculous tropes. Uh, we get lies told on his behalf, or, I mean, do, do the New York Times and Washington Post point out that he said $2,000? I mean, he's on record as saying the stimulus was going to be $2,000, not we're going to subtract 600 from $2,000. Um, and, uh, but he's getting away with it. It's like, look at all his executive orders. And uh, so first he was going to put uh drilling on federal lands on pause. And then just like, I think it was Friday, there were uh, all these new leases that the federal government uh, uh, gave for oil and gas drilling. So, um, uh, but but we're seeing uh, a lot of, I mean, it's, it's a replay of, of Obama actually, yeah. where he can get away with anything. Uh, it's very frightening to me if, uh, you make nice with the corporate media, which Trump wasn't smart enough to do. Uh, if you make nice with the right. corporate media and have the right friends, um, nobody cares what you did. So that Obama, for example, uh, destroyed the nation of Libya, which created an ongoing humanitarian crisis in the Mediterranean, uh, caused also by his attempt to destroy Syria. But you see stories about this uh, migrant crisis in the Mediterranean that don't mention his name and don't mm. mention the word uh, Libya. Right. Um, that's what happens when they like you. And that's where we are with Biden. Um, it looks like he's going to continue the regime change efforts, the sanctions, all the things that Trump did that were so terrible. But uh, although I have to say when it came to foreign policy, the corporate media would back Trump up. So 
they well only when he was doing something more belligerent like they didn't back him up right when he was considering when like ratcheting scaling things back that was when he was yes. doing it for he was russia a he was a russian exactly right uh, and they're currently undermining these efforts at a peace deal with the taliban in afghanistan because he's meaner he's tough with russia and people have been praising him because of this alleged you know mean phone call he had with the uh, Vladimir Putin. Good God. So it's, um, although Trump, you know, for all his, what was, what did they say? He does everything Putin wants and all roads lead to Putin. Wasn't that yeah. Nancy Pelosi? Nancy yeah. Pelosi, yeah. But, but he increased NATO spending, wouldn't sign the treaties the Russians wanted right. to sign, sanctioned Russian officials. And all of this was supposed to be doing what Putin wanted. I was going to yeah. say, like, honestly, like if Russia had if they were really cultivating an asset over 20 years and finally got them to be the president what a bad return on yeah. investment truly well, truly those, bad return those nefarious russians apparently aren't very smart <laughs> now, now they're saying it's 40 years now it's again that somebody's written some stupid book uh, about the or, yeah that they, the they russians haven't... have been cultivating him since the 80s when he first went to Russia in an effort to build a Trump Tower there and failed, he went to Russia several times and failed every time to build right. something in Moscow. Right. Um, uh, so and clearly the, they didn't yeah. care, for all, for all that cultivation, didn't really care about him that much. Right. And, and also, yeah, you know, Pelosi the, said that about the Capitol their... revolt. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. What What did she say? Just Nancy Pelosi said that about the Capitol oh, riot, oh, like the oh, day oh, of the riot. It was, yeah, Hillary, Hillary, no, it was, it was on Hillary's... On Hillary's show, yeah. yeah. It was on Hillary's show, yeah. which you know what it is called? It's called You and Me Both, which is hilarious, first of all. Mm. I love it. You and Me Both, Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah, Hillary Clinton said she'd love to see his phone records. And Nancy Pelosi, because she's like, and I'd love to see if he was on the phone with Putin during the Capitol riots. And then Pelosi literally is like... And we, we clipped this so you can find it on YouTube because Leslie and uh, Leslie Lee and Matt Chrisman and I all responded to it. Uh, and Pelosi <laughs> says, um, well, you remember that day that I was so rude to him in my blue suit? Dude, like, uh, you, you're not supposed to say that. She, like, she said, she said, remember when I rudely pointed to him oh, that's when I was it, wearing, wearing that wearing blue, blue suit? suit. Yeah, she yeah. actually said rudely pointed. I'm like, that is how I would sarcastically describe the what resistance. you did. And that's you're saying it. Yes, exactly. Talked about the colors she was wearing. Exactly. Yes, she was like, you know, it was, I, I, I thought it was hilarious when, uh, when Hillary said, uh, we should see his phone records and Nancy Pelosi, who, and I wondered if you could read her mind. She's probably rolling her eyes saying this again, Russia. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's no way that I don't even know if Hillary Clinton still believes this. I think she can't cope with the fact that she after all those years of scheming, she her turn came along and she screwed it up. Right. Um, because she couldn't get 78,000 votes in the right places. But um, yeah, it's uh, this is never going to end. We see the cheap praise of uh, Biden already the covering up for him already. And it's going to be, it's going to be a long four years and a very dangerous four years yes. because people defend People will, they'll start to say, ask a question and why is it 1400 supposed to be 2000, but then it's give him a chance. He just started. What do you want? Trump, but Trump. Um, well, you can't get everything. Yes, but Trump. Exactly. Honestly, at this yeah. point, we're 10% through the first hundred days. You know, like how how long has he just started? You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, I, you know, and they presidents have a lot of power. You know, they can do a lot without Congress. Trump did. That was one of the things he did, not to do anything I wanted him to do, but mm -hmm. Biden, 
uh, is already coasting along um, with uh, with these uh, just with the the fact that um, that uh, that Trump is gone. They're calling him a healer. That makes me crazy. He's not a preacher. He's not a doctor. He's supposed to govern. People voted for him to do the things they wanted him to do. That's mm-hmm. his job. And he'll heal the country if he does what most people want him to do. Right. Um, like $2,000 this- or more? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or the or the minimum wage, $15 an hour minimum wage in 2025. Yeah. After two, well... Even- that's okay. a, that. That's just trying to. That's just trying to create issues for the next two elections. That's just them saying like, right. "Oh, here's what we want to run on. I want to right. run on the fifteen dollar minimum wage." And right. you know, we're gonna. That, that's also saying like we have to keep all this these levers of power that whole time because it will get stripped back otherwise. Okay. Saying that you want a fifteen dollar minimum wage in twenty twenty five is as good as saying we don't want to do a fifteen dollar minimum wage. Well, we but we know that I you know and right. I was listening to your conversation. They don't care about us. They're not afraid of us. They have no fear of progressives. Republicans, on the other hand, are terrified of their voters. Yeah. And with good but, reason. They showed up with guns at the Capitol. Well, they, you know? <laughs> but they, you know, and the few who were willing to say Trump should be impeached or in any way uh, condemn uh, what happened in the Capitol on January 6th now have hell to pay. They are being primaried. People are already talking about getting rid of them. But uh, lefts are, uh, we're the most not active activists. Right. I mean, just, I'm not saying we- and You wrote a piece about that too, yeah. Yeah, storm the Capitol. But I, I doubt very much that the left could get the same number of people in Washington on any issue. Right. And uh, that is why we, but, but I, I also have to say, I'm, I'm green already. I did right. not vote for Biden. Um, but I, I think we cannot keep going around and around in this circle where people get angry with the Democrat who never does what we want them to do, um, but then come right back around and say, well, there's nothing we can do. Excuse me, you can't be a spoiler. There's harm reduction. Trump right. is the very worst ever. Um, you have no choice but to support these people. And we have to look outside the electoral process in order to bring about change. We can't, they're not going to do it. The progressives, the squad, the progressive caucus, the black caucus, all these caucuses, they never do what we want them to do because the Nancy Pelosi's of the world are there to make sure that they don't. Nancy Pelosi's job is to raise money and beat up progressives. And of course, the two things are linked. And um, the system is set up to make sure that if they, even if they are serious about wanting to do the people's business, that they cannot do it. Mm -hmm. And that's something that progressives have got to accept and accept the responsibility of acting without them. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to, by the way, because a picture is worth a thousand words, right? Uh, I wanted to show you guys this act of resistance because I think that it's really not fair Uh, Nancy Pelosi, a lot of people talk about her ripping up Trump's speech and that every page she ripped up freed another child from a cage. Uh, And everyone likes to talk about how she clapped. And we know that when she clapped, that did what? That gave, uh, I don't know, put a trans person into the army. But people have not spoken enough about this. Hold on. I really want to make sure people have seen this because we got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, This is from Wired, which does, you know. 
That's her rudely pointing That's at the Trump. rudely pointing yeah, moment. while you were offline, Trump executes perfect self-own with Pelosi tweet. This okay, is when the president's I attack point, This is when break. I was rudely pointing at him in my blue dress. Uh, the president's attack didn't quite go over as planned. Yeah, look at that. Owned. That's it, guys. This is it. That's it. That is when Nancy Pelosi... I don't know. What did she get done? What happened because of this? But, but they always gave him what he wanted. He I know. The war budget. Well, There's uh, the, the, the effort to cut the defense budget yeah. by just 10% failed. Right. Uh, with Democrats joining Republicans. Everything uh, Trump wanted, he got from them. So all this performance is just, it's insulting. It's so insulting. It's really sordid. It's really gross. And it goes back to what yes. Jack was saying earlier. And what you talk about a lot, Margaret, which is the danger of these alleged allies. Like people don't mm -hmm. have their their uh, eye on the ball with these people. No, no, you, we don't have any friends. Like, what do they say in, in Washington? If you want a friend, get a dog. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's I true one. for for us. We don't. We definitely don't have any friends. The military-industrial complex have friends. They, I, the CEO of, uh, I don't know, McDonald Douglas Raytheon, one of them said, I don't really care who wins. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. Right. Yeah. But, right. You know, he's got no reason to worry. He, he well, yeah, because Biden said nothing would fundamentally would change. Yeah. You know, right. He told them the truth. Right. So, you know, that's the situation we're in. The We live in a dictatorship of money, the dictatorship of the billionaires. The billionaires is... Uh, right, the billionaires, as, uh, as, uh, as Amo uh, Bernie would say, yeah. As mm. Bernie would Rest say. In peace. But uh, <laughs> oh, because he sold out this weekend. I know I love Bernie still. Oh, yeah, he's, but he he's he under so many pressures and everything I like know, that. But I of know. course, it fucking it like kills me to see him being like 12,000 minus 600. I'm like, oh, God, yeah, why? I, do I you know, do that? I know. Just stop. He he capitulated, he, he, did. he okay. made his decision. I'm not even going to beat up on him for it, but enough already. He, but yeah. he did it, yeah. He made he his it. choice, and yeah. we have to try to move on. It's time to move on. We have to move on too yeah. and couple ourselves from uh, from these uh, Democrats who always disappoint us. They're always going to disappoint us. If you care about humanity, if you want a, a peaceful world, if you want the United States to stop interfering in other countries, if you want to yeah. uh, get the things that you that we want, um, then you've got to stop, uh, you know, hoping that uh someday this some person will come along who's going to rescue us and there's there's no rest we're our rescuers we've got to figure out how to do right do any uh the propaganda uh, examples that you cite in your piece any of them stand out as particularly bad i think everything said about the inauguration yeah, which is just so like a painful. stupid ceremony i'm sorry it's like three people singing then there's a poet then there's a prayer then what how many prayers were there I'm sorry. Clearly, yeah. I'm, I'm just, you know, just listen, like, I, 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 I feel the same way. I'm like, we just watched the pig president do all this stuff. How yeah. do we still take like this pigs, shit though, seriously? Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. some, like how we just watched Trump do all this pomp and circumstance. And yet we're still like, wow, it's cool to watch the president look at fireworks. I'm like, right. the whole thing has literally been like covered in diarrhea. You know what I mean? And you're still acting like it's the same as it was. And right away, what did people say? If any of us raise these issues, can't you let us enjoy ourselves? Yeah, right. yeah. We yeah. have just one day, but it's never just one day. And yeah. uh, it just goes on and on and on. So I'm sorry if, if uh, 
I was the killjoy, you know, bringing the skunk to the party. Too bad. We yeah, you got it. We need more to... skunks. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yes, That's we right. Do. Yeah, do you remember this one? The CNN's um, literal, like, political director. The lights on the mall were like Biden's arms embracing the nation. Oh, he I said that. that. The, oh, yeah. Um, I, it may be a repressed memory because honestly, it's pretty bad. But yeah, they said that about the memorial that they did representing all the people who died. And he stood there and Kamala oh, stood yeah. there. And oh, then, oh, then they went to the tomb. Was it the tomb of the unknown soldier? <laughs> I was, I was it's like, like watching them walk around DC to all these stupid places. I'm like, it's like fucking Disneyland. They're like, oh, we're going over to the tomb of the soldier. Then the big statue. It's stupid. Stupid. Was, that, that tells you, um, that tells you how unserious they are about yeah. doing people's business that's yeah. the point of that to lull you right. to get you to forget to get you to just say and it wasn't that hard two weeks after trump's people you know uh uh rushed into the to the capital to do god knows what yeah um, so uh he he already had this uh a bit of a honeymoon anyway and yeah everybody was nervous as like as trump i thought trump was going to try to start a war before he left office that was my fear yeah um, but um but none of those things happened. It was like, ah, oh, sigh of relief. Trump is gone. And, uh, but they laid it on thick. They did not let up for a moment. And they're still, um, still doing it for him. And then can you talk about your censorship article? Um, censorship in the Biden era? Uh, yeah, I think I was writing about um, the Hunter Biden story and Twitter. You talk about... Um, hunter biden and then you bring up um uh let's see where is it yeah this is pretty this is pretty good it's like really isn't it it's kind of weird when you feel like you're not you're defending trump but it's like oddly because the media is so bad and biased and, right. and was so against trump for the wrong reasons and for him mm -hmm. for the wrong reasons like ronnie Kallick is like the liberal media hates trump every unless he's bombing a country then they love him mm -hmm. yep they but, um yeah. they uh well just a, a reminder about uh uh hunter biden his you know biden's dumb son who uh you know i'm not gonna i know people struggling with addiction yeah. but he's also dumb let's just yeah. I feel bad. I feel bad. My heart goes out to him. He, but yes, but obviously but I would great, rather. But he gets, you know, a fifty. Was it fifty thousand yeah. dollars a month? Yeah, listen, it's like the board of a Ukrainian of course, yeah. gas company. For it's, which fun, it's fun. To, it's no fun background. to kind of joke about how Hunter's fun and everything like that, but he really is a fucking scumbag. You know what I mean? I like, this liked is... him. I thought we wanted I mean, people listen, to get treated like, the way I, he did. I, I like that. Her... Well, listen, but but I do think that the I I I do listen. Yes, you want people to be treated the way he's treated right. that have addiction, but no, sure. you don't want any pres anyone who's related to anyone in politics oh, to no, be treated the way not. he does and, and go get fifty thousand oh, dollars a right. month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean the addiction part. Yeah. But then he um. He was, you know, such so high or so dumb or whatever. He leaves his laptop in Delaware someplace. And unfortunately, uh, you know, Rudy Giuliani, of course, everything he touches turns to mush and right. he couldn't even manage that. But Twitter censored the story. So yeah. the New York Post ran with the story that um, and it was very interesting to me. Uh, Hunter Biden, the Biden campaign, nobody said, well, this was hacked or this isn't real. They really didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. But Twitter no. said, no, you, they could not let anybody link to the story, letting us know 
that they wanted Joe Biden to win. Instead of just right. reporting, allowing people, which is what social media platforms are supposed to do, mm-hmm. letting everyone uh, weigh in and give their two cents, they um, li- they censored the story. Facebook did right. as well. I got well, censored when I tweeted about it. I I, I I honestly, and this came you know long before Trump himself got banned on Twitter, um, I think that this individual thing, the, the blocking of the individual New York Post story about Hunter Biden is so much more um, like frightening censorship than even when Trump got banned. Like, Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. It is. And uh, because they were clearly taking sides. Mm-hmm. And at that time, uh, there was always in, in, just report what Trump says. Yeah. So they would say Trump said Everything he says is a lie. Right. Well, do reporting, have analysis, have somebody say the president said right. X, but actually Y right. is true. Right. Instead of just telling us what to think about him, mm-hmm. right. just report the news. Um, and that is what um, uh, what they have been doing um, basically all along. And it only accelerated after um, Election Day. So you can say, you know, Rudy Giuliani was laughed out of every courtroom, every state legislature, just report it, just report what was said Mm -hmm. instead of uh, the president said something that's not true. That's not journalism. That is not news. And that is why I find it troubling that Twitter um, uh, banned him because they are also, and those of us who are concerned about censorship of the left, which is far more prevalent, mm-hmm. uh, that they just decide that a certain government official can't be on Twitter or Facebook, left-wing groups being um, kicked off without explanation, without recourse. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who were kicked off of uh, Facebook, especially the last few weeks, yeah. and then inexplicably, they would be allowed back on uh, mm-hmm. when they never knew why they were kicked off in the first place. Right. So these platforms should be regulated. They they should be treated as public utilities because no one can live without anybody who wants to express themselves, sell something, market themselves, has to use social media. So I believe they're public right. utilities and they ought to be regulated as such. The idea of just giving these guys permission to do whatever they want to do right. is very, very dangerous. Like they're good guys. Like Mark Zuckerberg is a good guy. Uh, like corporate overlords are good people. Uh, also, um, this is really a really important point, which um, you say, oh, actually, Margaret, I have a question for you, because something that when I bring up what you were just saying about how the left is going to get already is censored more and this will make it even worse. Sometimes people are like, yeah, but that already happened. So who cares? Let them do it to the right. What's your response to that? Well, they do it to the right. I, I think we're the real target, frankly. Yeah. So if they deplatform Alex Jones, um, who's uh, you know a bozo? I'll, I'll yeah, use that word for him yeah. and a clown. Um, and people say, "Good." I, I don't care if Alex Jones has a platform. I don't care if Steve Bannon has a platform. Right, yeah, let them speak. Let us speak. But they, but they um, always pick someone who uh, is not going to be defended. And uh, so people will either, they're either glad Alex Jones is is gone or they don't care. Right. But the next thing you know, uh, somebody you do want to hear from gets kicked off. I remember when uh, Twitter at one point uh, 
um, they took away um, Julian Assange's mother, took away her account. I knew they were about to snatch him because they suddenly her account disappeared. Um, they got orders from the top. They got orders from the state. There are uh, Iranian news, uh, press TV, Iran is still not on, back on YouTube. All those videos are have been erased. Why can't people hear from the government of Iran if they want to? I can right. watch the BBC if I want to. Uh, U.S. corporate media is pretty much state-run media. I mean, let's mm -hmm. be honest. So um, we are. I I believe we're always the real target. Um, I don't think that the right are the target. I think it's us. And people get confused easily. They accuse you of defending Trump or yes. defending fascists or you're the real fat, whatever, something, something stupid. Yeah. Instead of thinking, really thinking about what it means to be silenced like this, because if they don't let you on social media, you've been disappeared. Right. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. And I think that when people make the point, well, they're already doing it to the left. But it'll get worse. Like it gets normalized mm -hmm. and people yes, lift their yes. guards up. Right. And they're like, oh, this is a, maybe this is a good thing because, look, they're kicking off Alex Jones. So we like that. Um, I'm going to bring in the next guest. But very quickly, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to play a video because uh, uh, I want people make sure that people know that um, Lincoln Project, uh, uh, they got busted this weekend. Uh, one of their top oh, guys. God. Uh, turns out engaged in a lot of sexual harassment. I'm actually waiting for them to say, yeah, but he's L he's gay. So actually it's an LGBTQ rights thing. That's what I'm waiting. That's the woke washing, by the way, guys, spread the term. That's the woke washing <laughs> I'm waiting for. So while um, I'm going to play this video and then we're going to bring in Justin Jackson and he's going to join our chat. Uh, but very quickly going to play a video of uh, the, a really great video by the Lincoln Project. And they are, of course, um, whoops, why did I? Oops about oh they are of course uh, a neocon um, pack super pack are they a super pack or are they just a bunch of terrible people I think they're a bunch of terrible grifters who, they're grifters uh, yeah yeah who um, have uh, tricked gullible liberals into giving them millions of dollars that's yeah mm -hmm. that's what they are yeah and uh, you know the new neocon wing of the Democrat yes Party. they are the neocon yes and Steve Schmidt who's like one of the grossest people who's like trust me Amer like it's easier for a sociopath to win than a socialist he said that <laughs> and then there's Conway right what's his name um George Conway, uh, George Conway yeah. Con oh the child husband. abuser yes the child abuser yeah and then yeah. who else is in there um oh oh Rick Wilson who's like Rick one Wilson. of the worst who Scumbag. who asked um uh, uh Ann Coulter if she charged more for anal or something with Donald Trump and calls Bernie like an old socialist I'm like sorry Bernie could run uh, run around like run circles around you both intellectually politically but also physically because the guy he's at I mean I'm just saying don't bring up age when you are, you just look like you live underground. I don't know what you look like. Anyway, <laughs> um, he's terrible. Um, actually, Colbert, the Colbert Report did a great thing on him with Tune the News. Is that what it's called? Oh, the Tune the News it thing was, was really good. good. It was yeah. really good. And they yeah. called out. They're like, wait, but we don't get it. You're a racist. So, like, Bush's racism is good, but Trump's racism is bad. <laughs> so we're, I'm going to play that video, and then we're going to bring in our next guest. Okay. And I'm going to. Hold on one second. Let me just make this. I want to go off screen for a second. Cool. Yeah, I'll be right back to it. Okay, great. Hold on one second. Self, can you? Well, let me just try this. 
The Trump campaign wants to talk about China. Let's do it. On the day President Trump signed his new Buy American, Hire American executive order, there are new questions involving his daughter's business and China. And the identities of the Chinese companies Ivanka Trump's brand does business with have become more secretive than ever. The Chinese government has given a preliminary green light to Ivanka Trump's company for five more trademarks. Ivanka Trump is not commenting after China issued new trademarks for her fashion brand. The Associated Press reports the Chinese government granted her company three new trademarks on April 6th. Hours later, she dined with the Chinese president at her father's Mar-a-Lago resort. Why would China do this? Because they know Ivanka is just like her father, for sale. Uh, late last night, I had a very good talk with President Xi, and we talked about mostly about the coronavirus. They're working really hard, and I think they're doing a very professional job. Trump 2020, making China great again. Paid for by the Lincoln Project, who is responsible for the content of this advertisement. I, you know what's funniest about that? He was telling the truth about China. They did do a good job. I know. With COVID, but, but, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing is, like, I always, I'm always like, the, the big liberal brain rot is, like, Trump is an existential threat, Cheeto Mussolini, mm -hmm. uh, with dementia, and we would like him to be more belligerent with um, other countries. Like, right. just pick a narrative, guys. Anyway, so speaking of, uh, I don't know, uh, belligerents on the field, how you like that? We're going to oh, wow. bring in Justin Jackson, who is an L.A. Chargers um, running back and also a big activist. He's become a real activist and a big force to vote activist. So welcome to the stream, Justin Jackson. Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Katie. Of course. Did I ask you if you could record your own audio? Yeah, yeah. I think we're all good. Awesome. Okay. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, this is Jack. I don't hey, think you've been on Overlap yeah. yet. How's it going, um, yeah, good to see you. And Margaret. Um, How you doing? And I, Hi. I know you guys follow each other. Yeah, we follow each other on Twitter, so yeah. preliminarily know each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what are you what are your thoughts on um on on Biden and uh how excited how how over is racism is it like 100 percent over or is it like 90 percent oh, yeah. over it's fully over you know the crime the crime bill guys in the office the one who said you ain't black <laughs> if you don't vote for him yeah right racism, I mean, it's, definitely yeah. over. <laughs> yes it's like it's yeah. one thing you, you can be like okay he he was wrong i mean it's totally not it's not convincing but like you can make the argument like that was a long time ago it's like no telling people they're not black if you they know, don't vote for you i, I wonder reason. You know, that, I wonder if the counter statement is also true. If he's saying you're not black, if you don't vote for Biden, does that mean if you did, you are you black? Are. <laughs> right. Does, yeah, is this mean are. now every Biden voter gets to be black? Yeah. I didn't vote for him, so I'm still a yeah. fucking white guy, of yeah. course. But well, uh, it's, I didn't either. it's funny that the uh, y'all were on Twitter today that the Biden lied was was trending. Yeah. And, all, and, and all I could think about was the the Nelson Mandela lie. Oh yeah. And and the, the civil the civil rights uh, marching in the civil rights movement lie. Yeah. Two huge lies, but you know you ain't black if you don't vote for him. <laughs> I, th I think God. he said that when I, I have a feeling they were working on a drug cocktail for him all year long, and I think they hadn't quite gotten it right. Right, they didn't get I, it I right. I think they yet. did finally figure out the right level of amphetamines to get him on, at least to get him through the inauguration, and then let him sleep for a full week. I agree. I think they. I think that's it. He, whenever he doesn't talk, I mean, whenever he's not making an appearance, he's sleeping. And then a, they well, pump him up with a lot of the, substance, yeah. The, the funniest thing about Biden is that 
when he like acts like he really won the primary and that he really won this election as if he wasn't I know. Li- like not campaigning the entire time. He's like, I am the Democratic Party. Like, <laughs> I beat the socialists. I beat like, the socialists, yeah. God. You get a cakewalk to that nomination. Like, yeah. yeah. No, Obama did that. I, I think that was all his hand. Right. Right. Yeah. Obama made Moderate a couple phone calls. That really yeah. is what it is. He made a couple Remember, phone calls in March. Obama leaves his mansion to uh, get Keith Ellison knocked out, a uh, DNC mm-hmm. chair. Uh, to tell the NBA not to strike. Yeah, those are the big. Those are the big moves since he's go been windsurfing with what's president. his name, Richard Branson. Branson. Yeah, and then yeah. knock Bernie out of the. Program. Well, he made a couple. He's made a couple Netflix shows too. That's he's true. producing right. Netflix TV shows. The speeches on Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. 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 Well, they could yeah. bought a big house. That's what they do after they leave off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The house, by the way. It's kind of sucky. I've seen the house and I'm like, it's just a big, the backyard, there's no like plants. It's just like nothing but grass. I'm like, I guess rich people just always put up a bunch of tents and stuff like that for dinners. Right. But I'm like, why don't you have any like plants in the backyard? I think it's probably security. It's probably like, you need yeah, to so that they can right. see anybody you know, coming. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, that's, he's doing what former, pre- actually, he's been the most active former president. Um, I don't think george w bush was uh he was painting yeah that bad oh my god you're just speaking of propaganda you're bringing that horror back to me um but he's very much still the leader of the democratic party mm-hmm. and, right that's um, true biden is president because he picked him right i mean he was a great i mean as as biden said about obama he was a clean articulate african-american <laughs> oh, guy my. oh oh yeah. man I love that way. I was hearing some people in the media. They were like, "Well, you know, he always defended. Uh, he Biden always defended Barack Obama. It's like he was his vice president. I know. Like, that's wrong. not like that doesn't show character. How brave to look. Yeah, like he needed. That was his boss. Like he needed. Yeah, it was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. as opposed to all the obstructionist vice presidents yeah, we exactly. uh, have had throughout the history. The devil's advocates who were like, "I like you, I like you, Barack, but I'm going to push back a little bit." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very funny. Yeah. yeah. So what I mean, what is the most frustrating thing, I guess, uh, Justin, for you now? And if you could just give like a summary of your political uh, radicalization. Uh, I mean, mostly I'd say 2016 was the first time I could vote. I was 20. I was still in college. I had a pretty elite liberal you know, university. So politics. Yeah, Northwestern. So like it was, you know, you had that feeling that it was an election, especially with Trump being a candidate being at that university, like it was talked about a lot. And I, that's when I kind of first started, I guess I was like, okay, I definitely don't want Trump, you know, obviously because of everything that's, I mean, he's Trump. Um, (laughs) But I was like, I don't really know the other candidate. Like I grew up in a, you know, liberal household, but we never talked about politics. So that's kind of when I started doing more research and I started on like cable news and I learned that they quickly learned that they weren't talking about anything. And I couldn't really use anything they were saying to, like, try and convince people to not vote for Trump. So that's when I started going into, like, uh, progressive media. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much where I got got my start. But hey, I, Sorry, you're No. I was going to say the most frustrating thing so far for me has been just seeing, like, seeing all the apologists, right, for, like, not getting the checks immediately, the checks being lower. It's like there's always an excuse. And I'm like, this this is going to be the next four years. There's going to be an excuse for everything. <laughs> They're not going to get anything done. And there's going to be like, there's a, there's a funny chart going around on Twitter where it's like, what stage you're at. Like 
And right now we're in the like first 10 days. Inauguration just happened. He hasn't been there that long. And pretty soon we're going to be in the, the midterms are coming up. You can't criticize yep. the Democrats. It's like, it's, it's, the, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, we, this is the most important election of all time. If you want that $1,400, you need to vote for us in the midterms. We, right. If you want the $1,400, right. Mitch McConnell's trying to stop you from getting it. This is the most important election ever. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, were you guys surprised about the $1,400 and the tweet and, uh, or, or is that on brand? on brand i was i was not surprised it was uh i was like wow the lies start really quickly um, i'm surprised at the brazenness i am it was it's it but it that's what people should remember right. um that the brazenness the openness of it it's like oh did we say 2000 no we meant 600 plus 1400 right 2000 and i know you're not getting it until april um if people don't remember anything else you have to remember he just Right out of the box, he started with the neoliberalism, the austerity, mm -hmm. um, the determination to keep people living as precariously as possible. Yeah, I think I think I was just I, ha I haven't been around the block, you know, enough to, to really expect this because I did was like, OK, they're going to pass the 2000 and they're, not, they're probably not going to do, do anything else. But, you know, super popular. They promised it. They're going to do it. I was even right. telling people like, yeah, they're probably going to pass it. Now, you know, I know better. Yeah. I know right. better well, now. We can't we can't forget who's the one who first raised the uh, number 2000. It was Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And everybody fell. In, that was actually one of the most embarrassing weekends I've ever seen. The Democrats is when Trump said 2000. They're all like, yeah, we agree. I mean, truly, what a fuck. What an absolutely yeah. pathetic party. <laughs> yeah, they really, yeah, they let themselves be outflanked <laughs> really on the left by Trump. It's really pathetic. Egg 64 says oh, Obama's yeah. American factory on Netflix details a Chinese billionaire opening a factory in Ohio as a feel good story as if TPP never rolled off his lips. Right. The grossest thing Obama ever. Well, one of the top 20 grossest things he ever did was when he went on um, uh, Jimmy Fallon and did slow jam. The, was it slow jam? The, new, yeah. the news. Yeah. Slow jam to, the news to TPP like he he shilled for TPP. He pushed TPP. And even at one point it was like work 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 like he used that in his uh -huh. song jam about oh, the TPP. Song? yeah right. because he was, he was talking about how he was going to give people jobs and work and like who's down with tpp yeah you know me it was so oh gross. my god yeah. what, it was, what? Uh, tpp that was one where members of congress weren't allowed to read the legislation yeah, right. they had to go to a secret room and they couldn't carry it around with yeah, them yeah it's so yeah. gross and people would say like oh trump is the same bernie's the same as trump because look they're both against tpp uh, and I was like, you really don't understand how politics work. Like, people dislike things for very different reasons, and that's just embarrassing for Hillary Clinton, not actually mm -hmm. for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Um, yeah. Phil points out the Roots had a a hand in that. That's true. They were the ones I know. Who did the watching, work, work, watching, work. watching any of Obama with the Roots. The Roots. What a sad. What a sad state of affairs. Yeah. What yeah. a sad state it is. Yeah. Um, what has it been like? Like, have you uh, alienated people? Uh, from your, I don't mean, that sounds so accusatory. Have you, what's it been like? Because Justin, you came out as very pro force the vote. It was very polarizing, right? And I say this as someone who had you on the show, had Jimmy on the show, yeah. Brianna Joy Gray, like, uh, you know, co-hosted the force the vote town hall. And I'm, I keep getting shit about it. Uh, and it's, it's like, and it honestly, like, I felt like I had to 
like Jack and I talked about this. I wasn't always happy with the way some of the force the vote discussion went, mm -hmm. but I also don't think that like being pro force the vote should be a um, make you a pariah. Um, it's, yeah. Well, it, it turned it turned very toxic. Obviously, yeah. Every, everyone could see that. But when I kind of got involved with it, the reason I did was I saw a lot of energy behind it. You know, I like mm -hmm. saw. You know, Jimmy was pushing it, but then I saw Sam Cedar come out for it, and I was like, right. "Whoa, they hate yeah. each other." So, right. you know, wow, we're actually, yeah. we're, we're, you know, we're putting our, our beefs aside. You know, Tyt came out for it, so I was like, "Oh my, this is getting some push. Like, we can actually come together on this and, and you know, get a floor vote. Like, we actually have a leverage point." And then it turned so toxic, and it was just really sad to see that. Even even with uh, Brianna Joy Gray's interview with, with Sam Cedar, it's like yeah. I love debates, like debating strategy, debating tactics, and it always comes back to Jimmy Dore, like yeah. every mm -hmm. single time. I'm, it's just so frustrating to me because like, are we really going to be putting people like single singular people, yeah. one person in this entire country over a strategy, right? Like that's what it felt like to me. And that's really frustrating because at the end of the day, that's, who cares? who one person or your personal beef with someone else, like we're trying to get healthcare for people. You know what I mean? And it, so that was, that was pretty upsetting for me. Yeah. And did, uh, I mean, I assume that it made some people like come uh, galvanize some support for you, but also the opposite, right? It was. Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm sure. And honestly, I don't, I don't really care about that. Yeah. I don't because I'm just over here, like fighting for what I believe is true and right. And whether someone likes me for that or not, I honestly could care less. I yeah. really can't. Speaking of which, do you, is there, I mean, do you, do you feel any pressure either of you to uh, prove that you're black by supporting Biden? <laughs> I'm, I'm over it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm older than, uh, than Justin, much older. And I've been, I went through this with Obama yeah. um, and it was, it was, it was horrible actually. Um, the, to not be, to be black and not an Obama fan. Um, it was it was quite terrible, um, and people don't understand. And it's it's you know there aren't many people who really pay attention to politics, who really pay attention to the news, and basically they know the surface. Okay, it's a Democrat that's good. Ah, it's the first black president, and unless you had reached that level of uh, political awareness, people were just going to go along with, I mean, talk about propaganda. I, do you remember he was inaugurated on King's birthday? Do you remember that? It was, yeah. it, yeah. was it was just like equating this man with uh, a president of the United States, the leader of the right. empire right. with this man who was killed by the empire mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. fought for, who died because he fought for the people. Um, so yeah, there's that pressure group, but having uh, my, my point is I'm over it. You can't, having gone through that, nobody can, uh, can try to intimidate me, uh, into supporting someone who said of the crime bill, what did he say? We do everything, but hang you for jaywalking mm -hmm. or something Jesus like that. Fuck. So yeah. I know. I don't think I, I knew that part. Yeah. And he'll, he, he would let you know he supported every single crime. Yeah. Bill. Right. Every, every major minor crime, crime bill, bill has the name of the salad, the de Senator from Delaware from on Delaware. it. Yeah. Yep. He also lied about the man who killed his wife, um, twice at least his, his, I mean, it's tragic. His wife was like in a car crash, but mm -hmm. she, it wasn't the fault of the guy who ran into her car. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Biden would say like, he, this is a guy who liked to drink his lunch instead of eat it. 
And he said that twice. And the daughter of the guy was like, that was, he never had any evidence of that. No one who, like, they investigated that. He was never brought up on that. And it was very upsetting for this guy. Um, I mean, he, he's one of, he's probably the most notorious liar, like, in the government right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. of course, you get to be the president if that's the case. Well, but. that was one of the things that was so upsetting about the Tara Reid thing is that, like, everyone was calling her a liar and questioning her credibility. It's like, you know that Biden has told a lot of lies. Like, I guess Tara Reid should have run for president instead of accusing <laughs> uh, Biden of sexual assault. Well, they, because... would, they would cover up her lies. That's that's for uh, right. That's what would have happened. Yeah. Sure. But uh, speaking of propaganda, I mean, the fact that Biden is president at all. Yeah. Talk about censorship and propaganda. I yep. mean, his very presence in the office is uh, is the proof of that and proof of uh this, you know, there are people get upset. You can't say America has an oligarchy. Yeah, we do. Right. Um, and his presence is proof of all those things. Yeah. Um, how much of your focus, both of you, I guess, is is on foreign policy versus domestic? Like, how do you balance those things and decide what yeah. to focus on? I, I, I'm very much interested in foreign policy, and it's a, an area that gets to be ignored. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of people on the left uh, like with Bernie, um, you know, he would say all of the um, stick with the imperialist narrative of the U.S., Russia mm -hmm. and so forth. And Venezuela, you know, Chavez was a dead dictator and and so on. But there are very serious connections between foreign policy and domestic policy. I mean, the fact that military yes. spending is 60 percent of the discretionary budget. It's literally why we can't have nice things. How do you talk about the need for infrastructure, healthcare, education, you name it, anything we don't have that we ought to have, you, it's the elephant in the room. How do you not talk about uh, the $740 billion budget, the 800 military bases, the environment, the U.S. military is the world's biggest polluter, um, right. and you're not going to have a different society at home. You're not going right. to have injustice around the world and then have justice at home. It's not going to work that way. Um, you're either going to have it everywhere or nowhere. And, and I'm not trying to, you know, quote Dr. King, but I, I, I just mean that right. quite literally. You can't have um, police um, uh, have U.S. soldiers allowed to kill people, Obama claiming the right to kill anybody he wanted and then have justice uh, with policing in this country. It's not going to happen. Right. And you um, you you wrote about the storming of the Capitol and you mentioned how it was the kind of the chickens coming home to roost. It's what the U.S. does all over right. the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that the U.S. can decide that uh, Venezuela's election was fake. Uh, mm -hmm. And so we have to starve people into submission in Venezuela or Ukraine. Does anybody ever point out the president of Ukraine was elected and the U.S. sided with people who are actual Nazis right. yeah. to yeah. get mm -hmm. rid of him? Um, so many countries that Cuba, how does the United States decide that Cuba gets to be economically strangled for, for 60 years and to put people in office and take people out of office? Um, this is basic, this is what the U.S. does all the time. So this, you know, whatever it is you, you want to call it, insurrection, coup attempt, whatever, it's what the U.S. does successfully mm -hmm. all over the world.
Yeah, the only thing that's different about this coup attempt uh, is that it wasn't a foreign government running it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they didn't really get, like, assistance. Uh, uh, well, and it although, wasn't, you know, it wasn't... although, to be honest with you, uh, uh, it was there There were people that knew about it in the intelligence agencies. So maybe it is similar to all the other coup attempts, to be honest right. with you. Right, yeah. That I Proud mean, Boys I... leader guy was, like, a big-time FBI informant. FBI and I'm like, yeah. I read that article, and I was like, okay, like, informant? I'm like, he knows all these people at the FBI. I'm like, the Proud Boys is, like... FBI affiliated, if you ask my opinion on yeah. that particular wow. article. Yeah. I haven't read that. I have to read that. It's so yeah, funny. it was, uh, I was not surprised. They kept talking about, well, the leader of the Proud Boys is an Afro Latino, so they're not racist. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. All but, of a sudden, he's an FBI asset? Yeah. But they, yeah. For me, it's a big thing. It really is. And I think. It's the thing that frustrates me the most is that in America, it seems like we live in such a bubble that we have no earthly clue what we're doing. Like, I bet you if you polled a majority of Americans, they would have no idea, one, what countries were bombing. They wouldn't even be able to point those countries out on that. Right. And then that's and that's what's so horrifying about it. Um, and I, like I said, I, like Margaret said, I think it does affect you know our domestic policy. And I, the thing that has been most frustrating with for me about the uh, progressives in Congress is they really are completely in lockstep with the leadership of the party on Venezuela, mm -hmm. you know, on, on a lot of, a lot of these um, uh, foreign, foreign policy issues that they should be, you know, up on, they should be fighting, you know, let, you know, for leftist ideas on that. But in reality, they're just neoliberals on foreign policy at the end of the day, which is super unfortunate. It's been a long time since there were any real lefties in Congress. I mean, the, I'm old enough to remember there were always like a couple real lefties right. in Congress who would speak out against U.S. foreign policy. Apparently, that's not going to happen uh, anymore. They all just march in lockstep. There was a point when uh, members of Congress broke on the issue of Vietnam or right. broke out against the first invasion of Iraq, and now no one well they've gotten rid of them so everybody got the message right yeah i mean i guess i mean obviously everyone knows i'm a huge bernie fan but i'm very disappointed in his like you know scanning the 1400 thing i do think that there's a difference between um uh bernie sanders and um some of the squad like i don't like that if ronya Kalik tweets something that that uh AOC retweets, then AOC unretweets it. Like that's not okay, and that shows a real mm -hmm. like lack of spine, honestly. Um, because all you have are these like you know CIA cutout people like swarming on any politician who dares to retweet someone like Rania or Max. It's so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's so embarrassing. But I, I do think that there's a difference. Like I think that there's a difference between, um, especially on something like sanctions. I don't not have belief that they could be pushed to do the right thing the way I do have a disbelief about other Dems. Um, I think like Sanders has moved up to the left a lot on the Israeli Palestinian stuff. Um, so, and again, I'm saying this like, and, and Ilan Omar is really good on some things, you know, when she mm -hmm. went after Elliot Abrams, it's um, like piecemeal, not Elliot Abrams. Yes, sorry. What's his, is that his, what's his name? I think it's uh, Elliot Abrams. Yeah. yeah Elliot Abrams was also the guy, Who's the guy who White Hawk Down? The 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 hawk who was beat by um I I call him White Hawk Down when he lost to um Jamal Bowman. Uh Engel? yes, Engel. right. Elliot Engels, right? Okay, um. yeah, Elliot Engels, Elliot Abrams. Um guys, I can say that. I can confuse those two. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but I do think like I think we can because I actually really think that with imperialism, 
it makes there's like such a concrete difference like there's such a ripple effect and again no one is where they should be but i guess i think that some squad people um rashida Tlaib, ilan omar and i bet and i think didn't cory bush come out for bds so um i'm just i think she did or she said something that but i i guess on that like i really do feel like as as much as i'm tempted to be like oh all these people are neoliberals and they are in many ways i do think that there's the potential to move them uh yeah i think yeah i think it might be there i think that's the area where they most get swept up in the the media swarm like they're very afraid for the media to be against Mm -hmm. them on foreign policy so if they're not super knowledgeable about that they're like like alc said they're going to defer to leadership Sure. Right. Which you can't I, do in I, this case. Yeah. Right. Which right. in this case is not. You can't do that. Right. But, yeah. that's, so. but that's on us. Is I think. I know. All this talk of moving people uh, left, we have to make the effort. And mm-hmm. as, as I was saying earlier, um, be as determined uh, to take public stances as people on the right are. Because I, I think yes. on the issue of sanctions, for example, I, I don't know that most Americans know that uh, 50,000 Venezuelans have been killed by sanctions, that people in Iran and Syria can't get medicine. I don't think people know that. And I don't know how much attention members of Congress pay. Right. So uh, that's where um, the movement needs to take. Action. Yeah, that's an, a really interesting and important point, because I think that like I... I hate the mainstream media more than like most. I mean, I I hate I I. In fact, we didn't look at any clips, Jack. Today we were derelict. Oh wow! But like yeah. we'll try to find some. But like, I mean, and and again, as someone who loves Bernie, um, not uncritically, but uh, he was such an av. He was such a symbol of the media bias because it was just the contempt mm-hmm. for him. Saying on mm-hmm. MSNBC, he makes my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, saying he had a. Can you just imagine for a second if Bernie? Well, he's Jewish. This would and he's pro-choice, so neither of these would happen. But like. When Bi- when Jen Psaki gets asked about Biden's uh, position on the Hyde Amendment, and uh, her answer is he's a devout Catholic. Like, <laughs> where are the people talking about his gender problem, his abortion problem, his social issues problem? I guess to be fair, Biden's so bad on everything it doesn't stand out. Whereas with Bernie, they lied and had to pretend he had a gender issue because he was so obviously good well, on economic stuff. Obviously, Biden doesn't threaten capital. That's like all it is. Like Biden doesn't threaten capital and also doesn't make. But doesn't make these people feel like he either threatens capital and then also makes these people feel guilty for selling out as hard as they did. You know what I mean? Like Bernie makes mainstream media people feel like liberals yeah. feel like shit because he's a senator who never who never was like, oh, we have to, you know, uh, we have to go move the line back and everything like that. Like like either they just want to protect capital or they're like feeling guilty that they sold out. And Bernie reminds them of that. Right. Biden's yeah. easy. Biden's right. easy to like if you're in the media. Right. Sure. Well, they know who their bosses. Everybody does what their bosses want right. them to. Yeah. And right. Yeah. And they they know they know what their bosses want them to right. say. So Biden good, Bernie bad. Right. And frankly, and- also like whether or not they know what their bosses want them to say, the bosses are the ones that hire people. You know what right. I mean? Yes, so right. they're so only hiring at that level. Like and, them, right. You know what I mean? It all filters both ways. You know. Yeah. And, and the fact that there are fewer and fewer jobs in media. Hmm. I think leads to more and more craven behavior. Yeah. I agree. Like you. You know, you've gotten the brass ring if you're actually being paid and employed. Right. 
Right. And you think of yourself as on the inside versus everyone else on the outside. Yes. You're making, and if you're in televised media, you're really making a lot of money. And, you know, you're in New York and And uh, a building where you get to have a key card that gets you in the elevator and you're so far away from all the hoi polloi. Right. And you can, I think, delude yourself into thinking, like, I'm a progressive. I have my foot in the door. I'm going to, like, make sure that I'm going to bring that perspective. But you can't. Natalia Viana, who is a Brazilian journalist, who was the first person to have access to WikiLeaks, Brazilian WikiLeaks, or, um, she was saying how Julian Assange, for instance, because I think people don't get that censorship is often not like red pen censorship and it's often self-censorship and it's often mm-hmm. like a natural selection, like mm-hmm. on the level of hires. But uh, she was saying that, you know, because Max Blumenthal reported on how these uh, journalists were spied on, like when they went to visit Assange, when they reported mm-hmm. on Assange and not most of them, like Stefani Morizzi did, but most of them didn't sue or didn't care or didn't even mention it. Like the Washington Post person, um, a big foreign policy person, national security person didn't uh, mention it. And I asked Natalia why she thought that was. And she was saying that like, because he's a threat to the gatekeepers, like Julian, this like WikiLeaks as a project is a threat to the gatekeepers. So journalists, like they don't have to be told that their bosses don't want this to be covered or for him to be, I mean, that is just a disgusting thing that Julian Assange It's also a social, it's also just becomes a social thing. Like, listen, I worked in fucking, not in news media, but I was working in like, like network television during the 2016 election. And that's one of the big reasons why I had to quit that year was seeing how white, li- white, rich liberals acted in the 2016 election. Like, you know, like this, it, it's a cultural thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it becomes a cultural thing and it's, it's almost hard to like understand, you know, the, the difference, like the different culture of the, the white and wealthy in America. Uh, but they really do feel like they're good people because they make donations. Right. Well, they and you, yeah. you touched on something else. Um, journalism is now a profession of the elite. So all mm-hmm. these people went to right. the best read expensive mm-hmm. schools. Um, they get these jobs because of who their parents are. They do not represent a cross-section of the country. Right. So, um, you know, and these politicians are their friends and their parents' friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they went to the school mm-hmm. together. Or exactly, school exactly. There, yeah. So, we, you know, it's um, difficult to expect them to act otherwise right um, and, and i'd say i'd say since 2016 it's really turned into just entertainment news yeah you know yeah. like it's, which, I, mean, I don't think it'll ever go back but fox which is at least entertaining which now. put trump into office i i, yeah. I don't think we yeah. can repeat enough they gave him is it four billion dollars yeah. in free advertising they didn't think he was going to win right but they gave it to him what did les moonves says i don't know good if this for is ratings good. yeah yeah, I don't know if it's good for America, but he's good for CBS. Trump, yeah. Trump called Jeff Zucker his personal booker during oh the 2016 God, that election. Yeah. That's the that's the president of CNN. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. And I think that what you said before, uh, Margaret, where it's on us, that's something like that's hard to grapple with, but we kind of yeah. do. And it's really not fun. It's not no. fun to take like a look at like, what do we have to do? But we do because like that is how it's going to happen. Like it, it's like if we... I, I often feel like there's a tension because the same people who get that politicians don't respond to anything but p- political pain, we also understandably like don't want to particularly look at what we're failing to do because like the people with the blood on their hands are not us, but we actually, if we care about the blood on their hands, like we do have to push and we have to rally. And there is a real issue of, um, of like, uh, uh, f- courage, like not to sound corny, but there is courage. Like we, mm-hmm need to not be afraid of uh 
you know, I constantly bring up Rania and Max just because uh, they're, they're people who I know a lot of people don't want to elevate or platform their work and they don't have any real reasons for it. It's because they're toxic. They're problematic, guilt by association, they're sadists, they're that. And what they wind up doing and not platforming them, i.e. like, you know, freezing them out or not focusing on their work is they're just doing the work of empire. Like that's literally what they're doing because these are, I mean, and you also are one of the few voices, you, Margaret, Lee Camp. Um, well, you know, and this is where the propaganda works. Right. All you do is, first of all, you just cut people out. Yeah. So out, yeah. Uh, Max and uh, um, Aaron Mate, they right. tell us that there are whistleblowers at the OPCW <laughs> who say Syria didn't gas these people, but you don't see it anywhere no. unless you know who to follow. You have no idea that this is true. And Wikipedia censors them. Yeah. So even if somebody is interested, in following up on their reporting, they don't want to be punished also. Exactly, right. Which is why the more, like why, I've said this before, but like I used to get this like visceral feeling. I can feel it when I feel a peer pressure, like peer pressure to not have someone on the show, not share someone's like article. And I just have to like, you know, reject it and uh, like mm -hmm. check myself because it is pressure and it is an amorphous thing and you're not totally aware of it, but I do, I have a physical feeling about it. And like, the more it's like the same, you know, it's like unions. It's like the power in numbers. Like the more people refuse to throw other people under the bus or the more people like elevate certain things and certain people, the less um, fringe it becomes and the less scary it becomes. And what mm -hmm. I think we see so much is that like a few people are willing to say something or write something or talk about something. And because they are like smeared, uh, Matt Taibbi calls it the ick factor, right? Because they're smeared. Other people don't want to go there. And then it's like this cycle of it becomes like very few people are going there. So then you think it really is a radical fringe position when mm -hmm. it's not like it is no. not radical to say that there were you brought this up, Margaret, that there was a basically WMD's uh, cover up scandal with Syria mm -hmm. and that Aaron Mate was asked and allowed to speak at the U.N. Like this is not some like chemtrails type of thing like he addressed the un about this and there were whistleblowers who talked about this and like don't people remember like the iraq stuff how much of a parallel do you need i don't care what you think about assad i don't care what you think about uh, saddam hussein the question is like what should we be doing there and should we be critical and skeptical of things about weapons that may not be true it's just like i'm oh, sorry Get really angry about it but yeah um well margaret i know you have to leave soon um, i do i do but thank I you so much for staying up with us this was so Thanks. great very nice uh very it was good to see you both again yeah. nice good to see you, yeah. meet you in in quotes justin yeah nice to meet you yeah. <laughs> off, of, we'll, off of online yeah um okay but thanks again margaret um and come all back right. again all right Bye. I will. Bye, margaret. Bye -bye. Yeah. She's so funny, by the way. We didn't get to like, you could tell a little bit from this chat, but everyone has to follow her on Twitter. What is it? It's Freedom Rider. Um, is it just spelled out Freedom Rider, right? She's brutal. Freedom Ride Blog. Freedom Ride Blog. Freedom Ride Blog. You and Leslie are like the two really, like, you don't seem as like uh, brutal in a good way. Like, you're both very smiley, Leslie Lee and you. And then it's just like, forget it. Like, no, it's like scorched earth on Twitter. It's so funny. They're both yes. hilarious. So anyway, you're a good company. Bye, -bye. Bye. Thanks. All righty. So Justin, some questions for you. Okay. All righty. Uh, Thomas, uh, what is CA? Is that 
Is that a, what currency is that? Canadian. Oh, oh, oh great. Wow, thank you. Q for JJ. On second down with you. And to hear Justin Jackson respond to that question and many other questions, as well as talk about a little respectful online beef he got into with some journalists and members of Congress, please become Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash the Katie Halper Show. Again, that's patreon.com slash the Katie Halper Show. We will also be releasing a discussion with Brianna Joy Gray about the significance of Bernie Sanders' mittens, as well as what book Bernie would have sworn in on had he been elected president, and what accents are acceptable for whom to do. And I showcase some of my own accents. Also, we are doing an emergency broadcast tonight, Tuesday night at 8 p.m. EST, and that will be on youtube.com slash the Katie Halper Show. Again, that's youtube.com slash the Katie Halper Show. Writer and perhaps more importantly, writing instructor, Kate Levin will be joining me and we are going to be breaking down an incredibly important piece written by Ingrid Sayer Oki. And it's called Bernie's Mittens, a lesson for San Francisco high school students in subtle white privilege. And that was published at the San Francisco Chronicle. So Kate Levin and I will be going over this almost brilliant, brilliant if it were parody, not so brilliant because it's sincere op-ed. The Katie Halper Show is edited by Ted Reedy, Dorsey Shaw, and Bradley Bloom. Our researcher is Joshua Bregman, and our theme song is by the band Cordova. And you can follow Justin on Twitter at J underscore man prime. See you next time.